Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you for joining me. Uh, every single word in this episode will start with the word brown in some way. First, we have brown dwarf. Two words. Noun from 1978. A, st- uh, a celestial object that is much smaller than a normal star and has insufficient mass to sustain nuclear fusion, but that is hot enough to radiate energy, especially in infrared wavelengths. I'm not 100% sure, but I kind of want to say that Jupiter is considered a brown dwarf because it, it, uh, it didn't, uh, there's no fusion, there's no nuclear fusion happening. It didn't become a star like our sun, um, but it is very large. Um, yeah, I think so. Next is brown earth, two words, noun from 1932. Any of a group of intrazonal soils developed in temperate, humid regions under deciduous forests and characterized by a dark brown mull horizon that grades through lighter colored soil. Uh, That was a lot of information. Uh, I saw the word deciduous, and at first my brain thought it said delicious. Under delicious forests. Mm. Uh, So, it's about soil, which makes sense. Next, we have brown-eyed Susan. Brown-eyed is hyphenated, and then the name Susan. Noun from 1896. A dark-centered flower of eastern North America, often having tripartite lower leaves tripartite must there must be like three parts to those leaves the scientific name is rudbeckia triloba yeah there it is again triloba probably three lobes in the leaves this is from brown eyed plus the name susan um oh as in black eyed susan so is there a black did we read that let's look back was there A black-eyed Susan? I have no memory because I've read so many of these words. Let's see. Black. uh, Yes, black-eyed Susan. It is a uh, flower with deep yellow or orange rays and dark conical discs. I don't know if I posted a picture of that one, but I will try and post a picture of this uh, brown-eyed Susan. So it just got a... It's brown instead of black. Next is brown fat. Two words, noun from 1951. A mammalian heat-producing tissue occurring especially in human fetuses and newborn infants and in hibernating animals. And it is called also brown adipose tissue. So it's some sort of uh, tissue that mammals or some mammals create, specifically newborns, uh, that allows them to stay warm, I guess. Maybe that's that's probably why babies have so much baby fat, uh, because they have this special kind of fat that keeps them warm. You know, they don't want to get cold because that that's going to be a problem. Brown fat. Why is it called brown though? Is it like if you if you were to actually look at it, it is is it darker than regular fat? I think fat normally has sort of like a yellowish tinge. Uh, so maybe this is literally darker. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, next is brownfield. One word, noun from 1977. A tract of land that has been developed for industrial purposes, polluted, and then abandoned. And we don't like that. I don't. I say we as in me. 
Next is brown-headed cowbird. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Uh, brown-headed is two words with a hyphen. Cowbird is one word. It's like the moo cow and the tweet bird. Noun from 1972, and we just have the synonym cowbird. So uh, we'll learn more about that one in the seas. There must be other kinds of cowbirds. Next, we have Brownian motion. Two words. The first word has a capital uh, B. Uh, It is a noun from 1871. A random movement of microscopic particles suspended in liquids or gases resulting from the impact of molecules of the surrounding medium, called also Brownian movement. This is from Robert Brown, uh, who was a Scottish botanist. Interesting that he's a botanist, but this is all about liquids and gases and stuff. Uh, And he died in 1858. I've heard of Brownian motion. I feel like I understand it better than what this definition is saying, Uh, but it has to do with particles in liquids and gases and how they move around. Next is Brownie. I think I mentioned this one in the last episode, but I was saying it's not this one. Uh, This one is spelled with an I-E at the end. It is a noun from circa 1500. One, a legendary good-natured elf that performs helpful services at night. Yeah, you don't hear about this this version of this word too often, but but yeah, sometimes um, you might hear elves or elf-like creatures called brownies. Number two is uh, with a capital B, a member of a program of the Girl Scouts for girls in the first through third grades in school. Number three, a small square or rectangle of rich, usually chocolate cake, often containing nuts. So what, all you bakers out there, what is the difference between a brownie and a cake? I mean, I know consistency, they're very different, but what makes them different? I could probably go look this up for myself, but that's no fun. Uh, the, why, why is a brownie a brownie and why is a cake a cake? I mean, it says right here it's a chocolate cake, but, but they're very, they're clearly very different. Also, small square or rectangle, please give me a large square or rectangle of brownie. Thank you very much. Next is brownie point, two words, noun, often with a capital B, from circa 1962, a credit regarded as earned especially by currying favor, as with a superior. So if you do something good with somebody or often with a superior, you're getting brownie points. I wonder where this one came from. Oh, it's probably from somebody bringing somebody brownies, and uh, that's where that's what happened. I'm just guessing. Next is Browning Automatic Rifle, with a capital B, three words, Noun from 1920, a 30-caliber gas-operated, air-cooled, magazine-fed automatic rifle, often provided with a rest, with a rest for the barrel. So a thing for the barrel to rest on. Lots of adjectives in that one. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, 30-caliber is uh, written out as point three zero. Uh, this, I, I think that is that millimeters. Is it? Uh, so is it 0.3 of a meter? Uh, I, I should know this. I do know it somewhere in my brain. Uh, so I think it's I think it's I think the 30 is millimeters maybe. So it's 30 millimeters 
wide. I, th- I think, I think, I think, I think. Okay, this is from John M. Browning, who was an American designer of firearms, and he died in 1926. Next is related, probably from the same guy. Uh, this is Browning machine gun. So the last one was automatic rifle. This one is a machine gun, noun from 1918. A 30 or 50 caliber recoil operated air or water cooled machine gun fed by a cartridge belt. Next we have brown lung, two words, noun from 1969. And we have the synonym bisinosis or bisinosis or bisinosis. No, that doesn't sound right. B-Y-S-S-I-N-O-S-I-S. Bisinosis. Something with the lungs. Next is brown nose. One word of a transitive verb from circa 1939 to ingratiate oneself with and are also a curry favor with. Brown nose is a noun and brown noser is also a noun. That is the one who is doing the brown nosing. So the etymology says this is from the implication that servility is equivalent to having one's nose in the anus of the person from whom uh, from whom advancement is sought. Uh, I don't think that I realize that it literally has to do with, I mean, not that people are literally doing this, but the brown literally is coming from the anus. Um, so you're... Uh, you're trying to get favor with somebody, so you're like, "Oh, I, you're you're so important. I'm I'm gonna stick my nose in your butt." That's that's what it's saying. You are worth so much, and I am worth so little that my nose should be in your butt. Uh, wow, there's there's so much going on there. Okay, we are going to move on to brown out. One word noun from 1942. A period of reduced voltage of electricity caused especially by high demand and resulting in reduced illumination. So it's uh, related to blackout, uh, but it sounds like a blackout is when everything goes completely black. Uh, You know, the power is completely out, but a brownout is just when maybe it goes out briefly or it just goes out part of the way. So instead of all the way black, it's just brown. Maybe not literally, though. Next is brown pelican two words noun from 1823 a pelican of american coasts that has a brownish body and a chiefly white or white with yellow head and the scientific name is pelicanus occidentalis next is brown rat i think most of them are brownish this is two words noun from 1781 a common domestic rat that has been introduced worldwide, called also Norway rat. So maybe that's where they came from. Uh, And the scientific name is similar to Norway rat, except it's backwards. It is Rattus norvegicus. And uh, norvegicus, if the V was switched to a W, it would be sort of similar to Norway. So I think that's where it came from. And then our last word for this episode is brown recluse spider three words noun from 1964 a venomous spider especially of the southern and central u.s that has a violin shaped mark on the cephalothorax cephalothorax and produces a dangerous cytotoxin 
which can cause necrotic lesions. So that means that where they where it bites you, you're gonna get a there's gonna be a problem there, a lesion, and uh, the skin and the tissue in that area is gonna die. That's what necrotic means. The scientific name is Laxoskeles reclusa. And the recluse part, they probably just like to hide a lot, which I think most spiders do, don't they? But watch out for that violin-shaped mark on the cephalothorax. That's, you know, the main body part, I think. And uh, so that was the last one. So we had brown dwarf, brown earth, brown-eyed Susan, brown fat, brown field, brown-headed cowbird, brownie in motion, brownie, brownie point, browning automatic rifle, browning machine gun, Brown lung, brown nose, brown out, brown pelican, brown rat, brown recluse, spider. Well, there's a couple of these that I really liked. Um, specifically, uh, brown dwarf, brown fat. I thought those were interesting. I, I like the scientific cosmos stuff, so I like that's why I like brown dwarf. Uh, but, you know, I got to keep with my normal uh, standards, and I think I might just have to pick brownie as the word of the episode because... Brownies are awesome, right? For me, they are. Not for everybody. That is going to be the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.